Welcome to another episode of Block Street's Around the Block podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Ramirez, and I'm a journalist covering startups, cryptocurrency, and blockchain for Bloomberg and Forbes. Around the Block is a series of conversations with thought leaders from around the space. On this episode, I speak with Laura Ortega of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce. She's the executive director of the International Business Council, and her objective is to increase global trading opportunities for Illinois by bringing investments and jobs to the state. In this interview, we talk about how she's working with the International Business Council to promote blockchain adoption, the efficiency, transparency, and trust that companies can gain by implementing new tech, and the competitive advantages that companies can find in Chicago and the rest of the state. It's a great episode, but before we get into that, if you haven't already, head over to the Block Street Twitter account and let us know who you think we should have on next. That's at Block Street HQ. You can also find it in the show notes. And for one final note, if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It'll really help the show. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Laura Ortega. So, Laura, thanks for coming on to the show with us. Thank you so much for having me. So, could you tell me a bit about what you do at the International Business Council? Well, let me um, talk a little more about the Chamber of Commerce and to understand exactly what I do and within what context. So, the Illinois Chamber of Commerce is one of the oldest and uh, largest advocacy business advocacy group in the state of Illinois. We've been around for about 100 years, basically, and the core business of the Chamber is really advocate uh, for the interests of the Illinois business community. And in order to be more effective when we are dealing with the government and stakeholders, et cetera, in order to convey uh, what are the needs, concerns, challenges of uh, companies operating in this uh, market, um, we are organized in different councils. So we have seven councils, infrastructure, energy, healthcare, taxation, labor law issues, the International Business Council, and actually we just created a tech council recently, precisely to address a lot of the new technologies that are coming in and they are changing the business models. So what I do uh, specifically uh, within the International Business Council is twofold. One, business advocacy, meaning trying to take the specific interest of the Illinois business community that operates internationally to influence in the way that I, we can, through the channels that we can. So, for example, I mean, the perfect example is what's going on right now with tariffs, for example. Those are having an enormous impact in the state of Illinois, especially within the agricultural community and manufacturing as well. The impact that we are having is the fifth largest exporter in the country and uh, with a extremely globalized economy that is dependent on this two-way trade is not the same as, you know, if you compare Illinois with other states that perhaps don't have that kind of economy. So making sure that I aggregate that voice as Illinois 
and then we take it to the government levels that have power to regulate uh, international trade is part of what I do. The other part, or the second aspect, is really helping our companies, especially the small and medium-sized companies, to go abroad, to expand in international markets. How I do that is building up relationships and partnerships as the Chamber of Commerce with other organizations internationally, you know, uh, like Chambers, International Chambers of Commerce, uh, other governments, um, et cetera, where I have a specific information or access to people or access to project or access to opportunities that I pass on into my uh, companies and members and that otherwise they won't have absolutely any idea that those are potential markets for their product or services. So it's that aspect of connecting uh, the two, uh, the needs and the solutions to basically build up on the capabilities of our members, basically. So those two things are is exactly what I do. Because on trade, technology is having such an effect, especially on logistics, on financing, um, anything that comes out, you know, in technology is uh, is of my company's interest, and obviously the chamber is mm-hmm. an institution. So, how does the International Business Council promote blockchain with these companies? So, a lot of what I do is more race concern, uh, or, or you know, be a vehicle of information. For example, this past May. Uh, we have our third um, statewide annual export conference. So within that full-day conference, we had different panels. One of the panels actually was technology and trade. And we had you know, members of traditional banking. We have uh, commodity traders. We have um, companies that uh, they are in the logistic space. Uh, we have um, companies that they are operating within the fintech space, and everybody was sort of explaining how new technologies, and especially blockchains, affecting the sector. Um, so raising that issue and explaining to stakeholders how technologies are impacting the way that we transact business in how businesses need to understand that this is going on and if they want to maintain their competitiveness and uh, they really need to, you know, um, adapt. And right now that is one aspect that I try to um, do. We also very involved uh, at, a, at a state level. So there was a task force within the state of Illinois addressing how you know blockchain can be um, implemented and uh, to certain aspects or to certain processes within government. So again, uh, companies have a phenomenal uh, opportunity to provide um, information in, in great insight and input when governments are trying to regulate and implement those technologies. On my side, on the international, we also have a trade, um, international trade task force where we're trying to analyze and determine what are 
international trade policies that Illinois want to see at a federal level. So at the end of the year, we will be putting together a report with all the things that we think um, we need to address for Illinois to be competitive in the global uh, market. And we'll be elevating that report to Congress and uh, hopefully they will take some recommendations, you know, that we have. So. Okay. So in Illinois, which you mentioned was the fifth largest exporter in mm-hmm. the country, what are some of the unique ways that uh, companies in Illinois are using blockchain technology? Uh, well, I, I'm not that of an expert in terms of understanding how some of them, uh, but I have some member companies that are being very innovative in the way they are um, addressing their business models, incorporating those technologies to be more efficient and also minimize risk and cost, um, and also provide a service you know, to, to the consumer. So DG uh, Built was one of uh, the companies that I have a little more of uh, understanding what they're trying to do, uh, which is incorporating the blockchain technology in the process of the uh, real estate and construction, which um, is very cost-intense, labor-intense. The margins are very small. So any corner you know, that you can cut and technology may you know, allow you to do that, you know, it will be. It will have a great, um, a great outcome in terms of transparency, um, being more effective, quicker uh, results in the real estate process of transacting and, and also building permits, um, all kind of certifications that you may need, etc. If that can be digitalized and automized and standardized, there probably will be an improvement for everything from the government standpoint, from the customer standpoint, and from the uh, companies. It, you know, what are your thoughts about how blockchain technology will help these uh, Illinois businesses facilitate trade? Uh, well, in in terms of trade, I think um, you know efficiency and transparency. And trust are major issues. Uh, when you're operating um, internationally, you really don't know uh, much about you know the system in the other side, who is the party that you are engaging. I think a lot of uh, companies struggle to find trustworthy partners on the other side. Having a technology that eliminates or at least mitigates a lot of the risks, I think is, uh, is very, uh, very helpful for businesses and very important, especially, you know, when you are investments that it could be, you know, millions and millions of, um, of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that is the number one, you know, probably outcome that I can see. Okay. So in terms of ecosystems for maybe developing blockchain, um, do you think that uh, Illinois or Chicago have competitive advantages? Why perhaps ICOs might want to set up here? or I think so, not only the traditional advantage that Illinois has and, uh, and obviously Chicago as a, a global city, um, you have you know, a very diverse globalized um, economy, uh, which means you have sectors, 
very well-developed service infrastructure from legal, taxes, um, logistics, financial, etc. They are enablers of businesses. So when you lack that kind of uh, environment, it's very difficult um, to, to do business. So having that diversity um, within your economy that you know you are not necessarily all agrarian or all manufacturing or all you know healthcare. No, you have them all. Um, it's uh, it's a very attractive for anybody that is uh, interested in coming here and implementing these technologies, experimenting in different sectors. So that is um, that is one. You also have a phenomenal talent for because of the universities that we have in the Midwest. Um, in the, in the state of Illinois in particular. So talent and skill is absolutely fundamental. So th- those are access, you know, those are um, key points that uh, we have. And we can offer that at a fraction of the cost that could be offered um, in other parts of the country, uh, mm-hmm. perhaps. And then obviously the communication aspect and the connectivity aspect of where we are located. Those are phenomenal key points that will make this area extremely attractive for anybody that is trying to implement uh, new technologies and invest. Sure. And so in terms of the uh, International Business Council, what is your biggest challenge right now in terms of, I don't know, promoting this technology or getting companies to adopt or working with the government? Well, you know, obviously right now, um, I think one of the biggest challenges is not so much the fundamentals, you know, and uh, in, in growth and opportunity. I think it's more about the uh, geopolitical risks that we are facing and uh, perhaps dealing with the current um, trade policies. It's more about policy really than, you know, fundamentals in terms of um, companies growing, the economy growing, opportunities here and, and abroad. Um, I think the hurdles at this point are more in the in the sense of political risk. Hmm. So addressing those issues on behalf of our members is, you know, it's, it's sort of number one priority right now. Sure, absolutely. Um, are there any other roadmaps uh, that the Chamber of Commerce has laid out um, in terms of blockchain promotion? Uh, well, obviously, uh, we have uh, partnered with, uh, with George uh, since the beginning. So last year was the first time. Um, we were an instrumental organization in terms of um, not only crafting the uh, the, the format um, of the com- of the conference of the Congress with him, but also you know we brought in partners like M Hub, which is uh, who is is, is the um, incubator that uh, is also a member of a uh, partner of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce. Um, we brought uh, a Safe Haven Foundation, you know, so unlikely partners, you know, so we we had this great um, brainstorming of how to put together this uh, this Congress, and uh, it was extremely successful last year. We were repeating this year, and uh, we're excited about uh, the possibility of partnering again for 2019 and make it better, you know, and, and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that is uh, definitely... Uh, 
uh, one thing that we want to do, you know, in 2018. Okay, that's it. A big thanks to Laura for taking the time to chat, and an even bigger thanks to all of you tuning in to this episode of Around the Block. As I said at the top of the show, if you enjoyed this podcast, please head over to the Block Street Twitter account. That's at Block Street HQ for a bunch of great content. And if you want to find me personally on Twitter, I'm at Elaine Gija. Again, thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode. This is Block Streets Around the Block, hosted by me, Elaine Ramirez. It was produced by Kenny Ferreira with research by Johan Yoon. Executive produced by Brian Lee and Ian Cho. This episode was recorded at the IB Congress in Chicago, Illinois. If you'd like to hear more, you can find the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you like the show.